You're listening to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes Podcast. We're going to jump right into our show and start with our grateful moment. Evan, what are you grateful for this week? I'm grateful because for the first time in daggone near 18 months, my kids are back in the school building. I have my life back. I forgot I was a human being and had joy. So I'm happy to have my kids out of the home and just hoping they stay safe and mass up at school. Amen. Amen. You are not the only parents that I hear saying that they are like doing backflips on social media right now. Um, <laughs> Phil, what are you grateful for? Hey, everyone. I'm grateful for that. Everyone goes through some trials and tribulation. And listeners, don't get discouraged. Everyone got to go through something to become stronger. So I'm thankful for the trials and tribulations that I learned from and to continue to grow. And I believe y'all will grow too. And I'm grateful for Reggie Miller giving us a like to Killer Miller. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Kelvin, what are you grateful for this week? What's going on, everybody? What's up, Dion? I am grateful. I'm grateful. Um, simple. It's simple this week. I'm grateful that football is coming back. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, you know, football season is something about football season to build up. Uh, weekly build up, you know, you wait for your team to finally play after six days of waiting and thinking about who got hurt, you know. So I'm just good for I'm, I'm grateful for the build up and I'm grateful that football is returning because I'm looking forward to the season. So that's awesome. That. And I, I mean, in that same vein, I'm really looking forward to the Giants, you know, winning the NFC East this season. So I'm definitely looking forward to that as well. Um, never gonna happen. Never. <laughs> you weren't supposed to interrupt me in that moment, you know? You were supposed I'm to sorry. Live. Excuse me. <laughs> um, I am grateful. What am I grateful? I don't know. Man, I'm grateful for so many things. I'm just happy. I am looking forward to football season. I am looking forward to basketball season since they finally got these rankings right. Um, and we'll talk about that later. Um, I'm grateful for my job. I'm grateful for great opportunities. I'm just grateful for everything. Dion, um, where, where, where was the Knicks rank in this? Um, <coughs> oh, that's our token. Um, <laughs> let's get into our show because that kind of made me choke up a little bit. So I don't, you know, I don't want to be distracted. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Phil. Tibbs is not the best coach in the NBA. <laughs> what why are y'all being Hater. haters tonight Hater. seriously like what happened today? you worry about ben simmons and his taking his shooting threes or mid-range or anything all right <laughs> well, i don't worry about someone that's not gonna be my team by mid-season why don't you talk about why don't you talk about my other team the nets calm down my nets brooklyn nets i'm sorry Dion. stand up okay. kd world champion anybody in philadelphia Whoa, 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 anything? Whoa, whoa. The Nets no. are world champions. <laughs> the Nets are world no, champions. I'm talking one anything this summer. Phil, Phil, a goal. Phil, Anybody in Philadelphia want a gold Phil, medal? One foot. One foot. <laughs> one foot. <laughs> oh my gosh. You see, and, and we didn't even get the show started. So this should be a good one. Our first topic. 
we're gonna talk about hard guy Nerlens Noel. You know the the Nick. He's on the New York Knicks, and he is suing Clutch Sports. We all know the owner is Rich Paul. That's basically LeBron's best friend who became agent extraordinaire. But is he agent extraordinaire? We don't know. Um, Noel basically said, look, I am suing him. Well, let me backtrack. Clutch Sports, Rich Paul is suing Noel because he said he did not receive $200,000 in commission fees. Noel said, I have something better for you. I'm going to counter sue you for making me lose out on almost $58 million um, in contract money. Just to give a brief background, Noel was offered a four-year deal to go to Dallas, $70 million over the course of four years. Noel goes to Ben Simmons's birthday party. Rich Paul is there. Rich Paul represents Ben Simmons, right? He speaks to Noel and say, you know what? Forget that contract. Come over with me. You're a hundred million dollar man. You know, all the stuff that an agent would say. And Noel says, eh, I'm going to turn down that four-year $70 million deal. I am going to rock with Rich Paul. He couldn't really secure anything and basically had to settle for like a bag of Skittles. <laughs> Uh, for a contract. So now he wants to sue Rich Paul for seemingly his own bad decision. And I wanted to get the guy's perspective. Does he have a case? Or is he reaching at this point to save face? Yeah, and what you felt to acknowledge was Nerlens as well suing Rich Paul because he ended up on the Knicks when he wanted to be on the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, let's start, first let's, of let's, all, let's, that start, is, let's start there. Let's, let's, let's start there. Let's start there. Alternative facts. That no, is no, alternative no, no, facts. no, 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 no. He is suing for the loss of a potentially lucrative contract. That is what he is suing for. He's suing because he's also saying he should not have turned down that Dallas contract and somehow Rich Paul you know, bewitched him and made him hire him. So let's get the facts straight. No one wants to be on the Sitzers. Okay? So first of all, first of Jimmy all, Butler. first of all, if, if Nerlens Noel believed um, he was a $100 million player, he obviously should have stopped smoking weed when he left Philadelphia. <laughs> because he should have took that money and ran with it and let Dallas fans be mad at him. But instead, he turned down that money um i think rich paul has something to do with the blame yeah but then you also have to ask yourself this question how much does a coach know about what's going on you know so i mean i'm sure he's in the know but you know he's gonna need more evidence than brett brown saying hey we tried to get you but we couldn't get back from rich paul mm-hmm. listen noel rich paul was not your agent you went to a party, you took advice for someone who's not your agent. Listen, I appreciate all the hard work you've done, you know, but in reality, you should have took the money. You were injury prone prior to that, suffered a broken finger. You should have took the money and, 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 and enjoy it. But you decide to take advice from someone who's not your agent at the time. So because of that, you made the decision, you reap. Now, then you hire 
Then you hire Rich Paul after the negotiation was made. And then he got you a contract. He got you a contract one year, I think, OKC, and then one year and a couple of years with the Knicks, one with the Knicks, and now again, one year deal and the Knicks. So he did his job while he was your agent. All right. So because of that, you have to pay him. So it's not going to offset. I believe this is going, you're going to lose. Just pay the man money so you don't have to pay any additional court fee. You bet on yourself and you did it there. Dennis Schroeder. You shooter yourself. It's okay. It happens. Let's move forward. Well, here's the thing. Prior to Kelvin jumping in, why would you go to a Ben Simmons party? That was mistake number one. <laughs> Had he stayed home, we would not even be discussing this right now. So that's his fault. Go ahead, Kelvin. Um, why are you going to a Ben Simmons party? Yeah, I'm with you with that one. Ben Simmons party. <laughs> this, 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 I, I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't even. I don't even really even get this. This topic, I don't even understand. Like how, why are you suing him? And you know, it all comes down to at the end of the day, you know, he can make a suggestion, but it's up to the player to decide what they want to do. Um, so you know, you, you gamble wrong. You know, it's been plenty of players in, in the history of the NBA that gamble wrong. You just was one of them. And but I, I'm not mad at you. You want to keep your money. You want to make some money. So you're gonna do some outlandish things. So I understand, but I don't think it's legit. So. I'm like, yo, whatever. It's that's like part of his career making just bad decisions. So, you know, it continues with this. Yeah. And you know what? I'll say this to be objective. I agree with you, Kelvin. This was a grown man who had a, a lucrative contract in front of him that said, nah, I'm not gonna take it. I'm gonna go you know, based on the information this agent tells me at a birthday party that he can do for me. It wasn't even a professional type setting where it's like he's sitting down and they're discussing legitimate numbers. But at the same time, um, I read some of the reports and they were saying that teams were making offers for Noel that Rich was not informing him of. And what people don't know is when you're an agent, you have a duty and an obligation to disclose any offers that are being made. It's kind of like being a real estate agent, right? You put a house on the market, you have to let your seller know um, the offers that are coming in from buyers. So I think depending on how his attorney argues it, he may have some traction with um, the um, duty that Rich Paul owed him as his agent. And maybe that may cause them to settle outside of court but if Noel's attorney is anything like his decision-making, then he's just not going to win. So I'm curious to see how it plays out. It was just a really bad call. It was horrible, actually. To be honest, I bet you Noel misheard Rich Paul when Rich Paul probably said you're a $100,000 player. Not Hey, all things work for good and I love the Lord because now you're with the Knicks where you belong and you're going to help us beat up on Philadelphia and make the second round. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and, and look, the story don't end too horrible. I mean, it still ends pretty bad, but I think um, his last contract that he secured was maybe over the course of three years, maybe $27, $28 million. And so it's a far cry from the whopping $4 million contract that... 
Rich Paul got him for one year. Now he's making a little over nine million a year. Um, but it, bruh, it's still not this four-year, seventy million dollar contract that you walked away from. It's absolutely crazy in my mind. All right, um, let us move on. Um, and let's talk about Allen Iverson, the best thing that came out of Philly in the last hundred years of the existence of that city. So um, AI, I forgot what show it was he was on this week and he was asked about what kind of career he would have he had if he went to the NFL instead of the NBA. And Allen basically said, look, I love the NBA. I did amazing things in my career, but I would have been a better NFL player than a NBA player if that's the route I took. We're going to start with the Philly guys because, you know, it's their city. What do you guys think about that? Um, and do you believe him? Cap or no cap? So, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, AI had the biggest heart of anybody in the NBA probably of all time. But, I mean, AI is also known to speak passionately about things he's not actually accurate about. Mm -hmm. I remember when um, Larry Brown left the Sixers to go to Detroit, AI said, all I know is we'll win a championship before Detroit does. Lo and behold, next season, Detroit Pistons won the NBA championship. <laughs> so, um, number two, uh, I remember AI saying once he came back, uh, one, I think we got another coach in, I think it was Mo Cheeks. It was Mo Cheeks. And he said, yeah, now I'm really going to come to practice. Yeah, I was still was going to practice. So, I mean, it's nice to look back in heyday uh, and celebrate, but this man wasn't durable enough for the NBA. So I don't think he would have made it long enough in the NFL. No no shade to AI. I love the man, but yeah, I, I, I think that's all cap. Yeah. Kelvin, you are caught up. Listen, the average weight of a wide receiver in the NFL is two, six, is the height is six feet, 200 pounds. That's the average weight. Iverson was 165 at <laughs> 5'11". You know, if I was a foot taller, right, <laughs> and I had more ups and practice and, 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 and had DNA genes of LeBron James and or, or Patrick Ewan, I would have made it to the NBA, right? If I was that height and that strength, would have, should have, could have. You know, we all have stories and we go back and we could alternate our past and everything would have been the way we believe it would have been. In reality, it will most likely be the same. So Iverson, I know he was a great football player in high school. You know, he had some accolades, accolades, accolades. Yeah, he had some stars on the belt. I think he won what the uh, best um, base football player of the year in high school. But in high school, the average weight was probably 165, 170. I remember I was probably once I was 155 and five foot two inches and five three something like that so yeah you know you and the the the, the talent pool in high school is kind of looted it's kind of you know so not saying that he wasn't great then he was but in the NFL those are the best of the best cream of the crop the once in a generation player from each city where they're from you know, even the, the guys on the special teams or the practice team is still greater than guys in high college. So I'm going to say cap. Can't do revisions history. AI, you're great. I respect you. But nah, I don't think so. 
one more one more time with the question. The question is, would he be as good as he was in football? Is he, would he yeah, would he have been a better NFL player than basketball player? Yeah, I um yeah, that's pretty that's a really ridiculous thing for me. Um he can barely stay healthy in basketball. So you want to talk about football where you, it's just a it's just a gladiator sport. It'd have been way tougher for him to uh, manage in football. Um, he was a really elite athlete. I actually played with AI before in basketball. So, you know, I, I've seen the level of athlete he is, and he's a phenomenal athlete. But when you talk about, first of all, he didn't like lifting weights, period. And that's all he would, he would have to do in football. Uh, the wear and tear, nah, he played the right thing with basketball. I don't even think it's close. I don't even think it's really a good argument, you know, but I'll do it for the sense for the sake of the conversation. I think it's the hands down that he he know he picked the right sport. Hands down. Not only did was he adamant that he'll be a better NFL player, he said he would have wanted to play the quarterback position. And um he probably would have ran like um, Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson. Um, so that's no, kind of. No. AI, AI, AI was on that alcohol. Let's just keep <laughs> AI was on that, that lean. He was leaning on something. He, he said a lot of silly things that interview. If we talk about the Shannon Sharp one. Yeah. Um, he said a lot, a lot of ridiculous things on there. AI, he's known to get thirsty, man. So. He was he was definitely he was def, definitely on that alcohol doing yeah. that show talking crazy. Yeah, he he definitely sounded really confident. I was like, uh, okay then. And then I'm wondering, it's like he's a Philly guy, so he think he would have had a good career with the Eagles. Like, come on. Hey, AF from VA. He's from um, was it Newport News or Ham- no Hampton, Hampton, Virginia. Yeah, but but he probably would have went to the Eagles. Yeah, because he, he if he if he did two sport, probably if he tried yeah. to two sport, he would have been. I, I, see, I see you saying two sport. Yeah, no. yeah. Number one, the Sixers would have not allowed that at all. They're like, you can barely stay healthy in the basketball. Like, I don't want to let you do this. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like, AI was definitely drinking before that podcast. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty funny, actually. All right, let us move on and talk about the NBA power team rankings, whatever you want to call them. And um, based on the rankings that came out this week, the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, are, are we surprised? Because Kevin Durant, you know. But anyway, the Brooklyn Nets were number one. The Bucks were number two. And the Lakers they were number three. So what I want the guys to focus on is not Katie's greatness, because I know how much they want to discuss that today, but more so whether or not the Lakers, should they be higher or are they right where you think they should be as far as the ranking? Controversy. The Lakers should be number two. We all know the Lakers. Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Milwaukee benefited, all right? <laughs> Milwaukee benefited. You know, injuries, they're allowed. You, you're going to see the real Milwaukee. They're going to turn right back to a pumpkin. So Milwaukee, it's to me, Milwaukee is probably top four in the East. I, I see other teams better than Milwaukee, all right? So I'm not, I'm not 
Milton and, and Giannis are great, but you know, the other teammates, uh, Drew, I'll give you a little something, but there's other teams, they know what they're going to do. So the Lakers was disrespectful. They're disrespectful for LeBron. They try to call him his wash. They were this team, the Lakers, I believe, if healthy, knock on wood, pray to the Heavenly Father, if healthy, we're going to see the Nets versus the Lakers. That's it. The Lakers are number two. The Nets are number one. Come Facts. on, Phil. Please, please hurry up with this foolishness. Please, please. Thank you. And I like to say there's no other team oh my underneath that. Everybody else should be a distant 13. How is it? How I don't even understand. I don't even, first of all, let me say this. I don't even know who us is because Phil got like many teams. So us, I don't even know who us is, first of all. I'll, I'll start off with that. Secondly, um, it is no disrespect to be number three. It is no disrespect at all. How how do we disrespect a team that just won the NBA championship? How they did it, whatever, they won the NBA championship. They deserve to be in a top three ranking at, at, at least. You know what I'm saying? So I don't feel like that's disrespectful. Lakers at number three, that might be disrespectful. They got, they got a whole new team, and they got a whole new team that we got to figure out if they can mesh. They got a lot of different personalities. They don't have – they don't have the shooting. LeBron James ain't the same player as he was. Anthony Davis is not a leader. Neither is Russell Westbrook. So it's a lot of things in the unknown to make me say, well, number three is generous because they got to put a lot of things together with an old roster, you know? So I, I don't, I definitely think it's disrespectful. If anything, Lakers being number three, then more so than Bucks being number two, because you got to get a, you got to get a champs on respect. And that's how I feel. Hmm. The Lakers are like Frankenstein. You know, they're just a bunch of assembled pieces. So I agree with Kevin's point. I mean, a new roster, um, LeBron, you know, this is the first year LeBron has had health issues. And it'd be interesting to see how the rest of his career goes if he'll have these health issues. Anthony Davis is like Kyrie. You know at some point he's going to get hurt seriously yeah. during the course of the season. So... um. I think three is generous. Um, I think you, I mean, look at continuity of the Clippers. You know, they lost Kawhi. If they, they lose Kawhi, I think I think they go to the finals. I think they probably win the finals. Um, but obviously, we got to see where Kawhi has come back in the season. But, you know, Phoenix uh, just came out the NBA finals. Um, and that continuity matters. Uh, so, and Brooklyn, I mean, Brooklyn should be number one. Uh, the only question with Brooklyn only boils down to health. That, that's it. If they're healthy, they shouldn't lose. Uh, and then, I mean, I mean we act, can we can we just can we just talk about this too, just for a second? Like Golden State, they are going to be back this year. You well, know, that's, a good, that's a good point. They got they got they're young. They got a young bench. They got some players that actually came out of the draft. They had the number one, the, like the top three pick from last year as well with Wiseman. The new guys they got was really good pickups. And they got Clay coming back. Uh, I mean, so it's like it's going to be loaded over in the West. So, like I said, like I don't – I would never just say, okay, yeah, Lakers number three. Heck no. Carmel – because Carmelo came? And Westbrook? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> so disrespectful. Listen. I mean I'm sorry, Dion. You're so disrespectful. It's what it's not only age, but experience. Yes, Westbrook is a double double. 
Westbrook, what does Westbrook have winning a championship? Don't worry about that. How many Anthony Davis had before yo, he came with, with, the, with, the, with the, LeBron? Listen, how many he had with LeBron? Number one, they have the Lakers fifth. You think Phoenix? You think Phoenix is going to beat the Lakers? No. Get out of here. You think Utah Jazz is going to beat the Lakers? No. They still don't know anything. Well, Phil, let me ask this one. Let me ask this question. What mm-hmm. will the Lakers look like next year? Can you answer that question honestly? Well, anything I have to say is LeBron have taken taken a bunch of scrap metal and went to the conference finals and the play and the fi- and the NBA finals. Well, he was in his prime. Well, he was in his prime, right? He he was in his prime, and the team age average was at forty five. I've Please, seen him. I've seen this guy in the finals eleven years straight. I believe what he could do. It's healthy. Remember the team that he almost before he got hurt the first time, uh, in twenty twenty before the, the thing twenty twenty three. That who was on that team? Who's, I mean, 2020, 19, 2019, excuse me, 2019. Twenty nineteen. Who was on that team? Name me one person that was on that team. Kuzma. Um, the year they didn't go to playoffs? Are you talking about yeah, the year they go play? And it was they were number one, and then he got hurt and they went down. That team, they were young and experienced. He traded the whole this team. Year? Are you talking about this year? I'm talking about the year before the bubble, 2019. What was the year that he got hurt and they missed the playoff? He the year that they, they didn't win nothing. That he got hurt and they didn't win. Yes, he got hurt. I you got. I, they listen, win, I, they I can't count. I can't count. I go to the no, they would have went to the playoff and they would have probably went to the playoffs. Play- I've seen LeBron they take scrap metal. He had take. Do you remember oh, anybody? We're not saying that going to the playoffs. We're probably going to playoffs. We're talking about winning an NBA championship. Yeah, oh. I'm t- with this team, I believe they could do it. What team is better do in the what? West than them? He could. Dub what team is better in the West than them? Dub this segment Phil against the world. <laughs> oh my god. Tell me what team in the West could put them put them down. Healthy Dude, can, a healthy I Lakers. Name, I can name all the top five teams that go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm waiting. Okay. Who go ahead. You already five? said uh-huh. Golden State. Go the Nuggets. We, the we Nuggets the over Nuggets. the over the we Lakers. Golden State. Huh? These are teams better than the Lakers. No, I, I'm saying that they compete. They can beat them. I'm not putting the Lakers hand down over none of the top four teams in the West. Okay, all. go ahead. First of all, they're not even proving all right. Uh, Clippers, Nuggets. Uh, Clippers, Golden no, State. you're crazy. Nuggets, okay, no, so, inexperienced. So like, Go ahead. Are you going to let me finish? Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, my brother. Told, you told me to talk, man. <laughs> you don't want me to talk. I'm confused right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> Go ahead. So, like I was saying, Clippers, uh, Nuggets, um, Golden State, Utah. Um, I think it's sports and um, Clippers, Nuggets, and the Suns. So, I say it's like at least four or five teams that these guys are not the Lakers are not just, just like favorites over. We don't even know who the Lakers are, man. We don't even know who they are. Can they play 30 games first before we crown them? We right. don't know. We don't know how healthy they're going to be. We don't know how the continuity is going to go. We don't know nothing about the Lakers, but they have a bunch of 2012 All-Stars. Like all like six of them was All-Stars in 2012. It is 2021, man. <laughs> Like, come on, we we just gotta see some things before you just crown these dudes. I mean, I, do do you even see Rondo and Westbrook getting along? <laughs> like, it's all business. It's all business. Rondo's okay. not gonna get a lot of playing time. He's not. <laughs> the Rondo. He's an extra was disruptive coach. on the Celtics being all about business. Yeah, he's all about <laughs> right. business. He he'll be on. He knows what happened. He already got a taste of what happens. He try to rail up. He he. So LeBron is the GM and. That team is going to flow. 
with LeBron on that floor, I trust LeBron. I trust LeBron. I believe in LeBron. I've seen his work. I've seen his track record. I believe in him. Experience, dedication, and able. He's the general on the floor, and he will he will exploit every one of those teams if healthy. Well, that, if every healthy do, do the do the do do the do the Los Angeles Lakers have knockdown shooting? Do they have knockdown shooting right now? I believe that. Um, no, they don't have knockdown shooting other than what Monk, Monk, the guy from um, okay. Houston, right? But he's is, a he shooter. A spot up, is he a spot up shooter or is he a streaky shooter? He's a spot up shooter in well, Charlotte. Actually, he played in Charlotte. Actually, he's a spot up shooter. Wayne he's a spot up shooter. Because, shooter because right Wade Ellington, yep, former Nick, he's a shooter too. Those two are shooters because with um, Monk, he had um, Ball who allowed him to set up on a corner and he'll get the ball to him. He could shoot. Here's the thing, LeBron, everyone, everyone is better when you're wide open, right? So the, the onus is going to really be on those other two guys, yeah, right? So Muck is a bucket, period, correct. LeBron, AD, and Westbrook is going to get the ball to the open guy, and those open guys are going to be wide open. That's the difference. Those, everybody, Ellington is not going to have a wide open shot or Muck as, as they were other teams. And that's what happened. You have to play honest and double team. They're going to play correctly. They're going to pick apart the offense. And LeBron knows how to do that. So all I'm saying is this. Who on the, the Nuggets, what do the Nuggets have in experience? Have they shown you anything? No, they choke. Well, the jazz, like two years I, I in a row, dude. Say, and then jazz, the jazz, jazz just play that music all that time. And they did they, they nothing but jazz. All right. The Clippers not going to have Kawhi. Kawhi is not coming back this year. If he does come back two games and if he feel funny, if that 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 knee even if it moves the centimeter to the right, he's not playing no more. So who do you have? I Suns, I'll give you the centimeter to the right. Only, only reason, I'll give you the Suns. You know why? Monty Williams is the Mike. best coach. Monty Williams. I believe in Monty Williams, but LeBron James. That's what I'm saying. I'll step back, you know. This is just my humble, correct opinion. So, so Phil, one, one last question. Do you think, you know, talking about shooters on the mm -hmm. Lakers, do you think Monk is like on Steph and Clay's level as far as me? Mm -hmm. Because I think Evan was asking for like, who can just knock it down? And then nobody. I'm sorry, Dion. Um, no, but here's the difference. Monk and Ellington is going to be wide open. Why Steph has to work hard to get his shot and Clay has to work hard to get his shot. It's different when you stand in the corner three and you're wide open. You cannot doubt that these players are going to be wide open. So they're going to knock more percentage shots. They're going to knock the percentage is going to be better and, and more consistent because they're going to be wide open. Who, who are you going to worry about? You're going to double LeBron, Westbrook, AD, or you'll double Edelton no, and Monk. play off of Westbrook to be able to, to, be able to recover on defense for the shooters. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna force Westbrook to be a shooter. We, who's so we? Have to Wh which team? Which team no, you talking I'm about? We? Oh, you talking about the whole NBA? I'm just talking about the whole NBA. Like other like, teams. It's really simple because if LeBron, LeBron and Westbrook need the ball in their hands, right? Mm -hmm. If LeBron has the ball in his hands, that means. That means we have an advantage because we got Westbrook on the wing. So now we can cheat to your shooters and let LeBron work because we're not guarding Westbrook from the three-point line. So it's, a, it's, it's not, it's not as, as complex like you making it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like if they had, if Westbrook can shoot, then I'd be like, oh man, well yeah, it's, right. it's tough. But that's not the situation. But do you? But if Westbrook has the ball in his hand, and which I think LeBron's gonna allow him to have the ball in his hand, what happens there? Westbrook is gonna break the defense down and kick it out to a shooter. Simple. So we're gonna make LeBron change his DNA. So if, if LeBron no. turns to a knockdown, just three point specialist, then yeah, we might have a problem. LeBron but, is a shooter. I'm not saying LeBron, LeBron, LeBron is, is a shooter. shooter. He look at it. He he's a shooter. LeBron shooter? is a shooter. Okay, I'm not I, saying he's not I'm Kyrie the, or something, but he's a shooter. He's a decent shooter. Y'all want um, anyone it. wide open is different when you wide okay. open. He's a shooter. Okay. All right. You won. <laughs> okay. So now we established LeBron is a shooter. So there's like Curry, Clay, KD, and LeBron. Those the what are you talking about, Phil? Okay. All right. Well, I'm just gonna go ahead and move on because I'm confused now. Um Michelob, the Bear people, they are committing $100 million over the next five years to women's sports. Um, They're going to make sure that their advertising is highlighting women's sports. And they said by the end of the five years, they want to make sure that their commercials have a 50% promotion of women's sports as they do men's sports. What do you guys think about that? I didn't even know Michelob does like like sports. I, I I guess I think I did see one commercial with athletes, but which one did which one comes in your mind when you think of Michelob with athletes? Football. I, honestly, I'm with you, Kelvin. Nothing comes to mind for me. I mean, I, they have really soothing bear commercials, right. um, but I never really associated them with promoting sports. Period. So I don't know. Right. So, I mean, like, just looking at it from it is really good that they're going to pour out that money uh, to women's sports, you know, because it's, it's probably needed and it's necessary. But, you know, um, you know, I, I'll just leave it there. I think that's a good thing. And shout out to them. Um, but it's just weird. You know, when you when you associate athletes with drinking, you know, that's just that's just weird to me, too. But, you know, that's right. a different subject. Yeah. And I think it's it's, it's, it's a good thing. As is good as LeBron James, three thirty six point five percent, three point percentage is av- just above the league average, which is thirty five percent. Excuse um, me, like, so like, you're no. shooter, Phil. <laughs> but, no. I'm just saying the no. league average is thirty five, but LeBron is thirty six last year. But um, and he have hits hit forty percent. And analyze where the real shooters are. But continue. But, but I'm going to continue. This is an opportunity to bring back women's sports. I me myself having three girls and just putting the spotlight that athletes come are all, you know, genders and creeds and, 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 and especially I've actually watched a couple of WNBA games and they were entertaining to me. Maybe I just want to watch any sport. So it's, I think it's time for us to highlight the women's sport. Maybe I'm a little biased because, you know, I, I my daughters, you know, they play, two of them play sports. Well, not one. <laughs> and, I, and I think it's by, I'm not a beer advocate uh, or, or or drinking and anything like that. But um, <laughs> no, and the producer, no, I was not bored. <laughs> I was not bored. It was actually entertaining uh, to see fundamental basketball. All right. So. Um, so it's a great opportunity. Um, hopefully more people push and, 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 you know, give the exposure out there. 
there's so many athletes out there, so many great women athletes. I think um, I think it's good what they're doing, but I think the deeper conversation and I guess that kind of contributes to this conversation is we always talk about how there's this vast pay inequity between men and women's sports. And I think in order to bridge that gap or to begin to bridge the gap, you're not gonna bridge it fully, um, you need generous donations like this. So this might be a real first legitimate step in kind of bridging the gap between men's and women's sports. Um, so they're gonna, need, they're gonna need billions, Dion. I mean, no, hundreds for real. Of like one yeah. person on like the like Tobias Harris is getting a what 150 million or something like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they offered a hundred million. It's like a drop in the bucket to with these with these True. with these on need for us like catching up for us to pay the pay grade. No, absolutely. But but I think what a company like them would be doing is because of their credibility and in their industry, right? Yeah. They would hope that people follow suit. So it wouldn't just be on them. You know, maybe yeah, you. the teddy bear people or the sneaker people would be like, you know what, let me contribute 200 million, you know, since Michelob contributed. So I think that's that's kind of the thought process. Like, let me be a kind of a trailblazer and hope that people attach. But you're absolutely right. Like they're going to need generous donations from a plethora of companies to even begin to catch up. Exactly. And, and, and attached to that has to be, you know, a major TV deal to make yeah. the TV, television deals is what really kind of drove the NBA to these astronomical numbers because they continue to elevate like year after year. So when you don't have but but TV contracts come with viewership, you know, so it's right. they got to find a way to make the. Like, all right. So, so I'm going to just put this out there real quick, which I thought was people thought was critical. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I, I know. I'm gonna get a lot of backlash with it. I'm cool. I don't really care. What I want to say is that they have to make the game more entertaining, right? So when somebody like Draymond, he said his statement, you know, because it's Draymond, people be like, you know, I'm not a Draymond fan. But when he said, I think he said they should lower the basket a little bit. I don't. I feel like that's not really a bad idea. You know what I'm saying? Because naturally, the basket is accommodated for men because. It's, 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 it's going on like men's athletic ability, you know, their size, their natural, you know, things that you, the biology. Now, women should have the same opportunity to be able to dunk and, and block shots and catch alley-oops and things like that. And maybe the game would be more entertaining because people want to people want to see things they can't do at the end of the day with professional sports. So maybe if, you know, if they made the game and accommodated the women so they can look at like elite athletes too, then, you know, it might, it might it might have more viewership. I'm just, that's just putting that out there. Got you. And, and the reality is too, and, and um, you know, I'm going to get backlash for this, but I'm a woman. I think the issue with the NBA is not that it's not entertaining. I, I don't think a lot of men want to watch women play that look like men too. Um, so, so there's preach, a, Deanna, preach. Go ahead, preach. Yeah. Pass it off. Like, there's a physical appeal aspects of this that no one wants to talk about, right? Everyone wants to hide behind it, but I'm a woman, I can say it. 
that's not what is going to be appealing to men. And for that much, they could go watch the NBA and watch like Dwight Howard or something, you know, like, yeah. So I mean, I hear your point, but I think it is, I mean, guy, I don't think guys watch sports to be sexually stimulated. That's no, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying that that's why guys are watching it. I'm saying they're not pulled to even be inquisitive because it's like, oh, it's a women that physically look like men. I might as well watch the NBA. I think yes. I think I, 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 think, yeah. I think I think it's a valid. I think that's a valid point coming from a guy. I, I mean, it's hard sometimes to watch a bunch of. You know, it's like I don't know. I'm really gonna get in trouble. <laughs> but it's just like it's like emulate. You want to emulate everything about a man, and you know what I'm saying it's like it's a women's sport. So for me, I don't mind like the Candace Parkers, the Skylar Diggins. You know, they brought their own swag in a ladylike fashion for me, you know, and, and I didn't mind that. But when I see the girls just just trying to just be just like the guys, it's like, I, that's, I don't like that. Uh, one thing I would say too, though, like, I don't know if anyone, you know, we, we make fun of Ben Simmons for his inability to shoot. But if you've ever seen Ben Simmons in person, his athletic ability is just awe-inspiring. He's a specimen. I mean, when he's running down the court, he's running faster than most guards in the NBA. So seeing someone who's 6'10 coming down the coming down the, the the court like a locomotive is definitely impressive. I think you know basketball is about entertainment, shock value. So I think if right. you could see someone get posterized in WNBA, I think people would be more inclined to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and that's true, Evan. I'm not saying like the the overarching thing is just physical appearance but we cannot negate that that is a part of it but you're right I think there's a huge drop off in talent level right you'll have a few women players that are great and then everybody else is about average I think I both you guys both you guys really made my point better than I did <laughs> like like yeah. honestly I, I feel what you said both for saying both things can be true at the right. end of the day and, right. and for that reason they need to revisit how they how they market with the images, and they had to revisit the rules for the game, and right. to accommodate the uh, the women so it could be more appealing, um, more competitive, and more exciting. Like people like the things when we watch sports, we like things that we cannot do. You know what I'm saying? So girls are gonna even with girls sports, a lot of people are not gonna be able to do the, the same the same things that those athletes do, as far as women. So it's still like it's still entertaining. You know, but you can't even see it because maybe the room is too high. You know what I'm saying? You can't even see how athletic the girl truly is because the room is is, is the size that guys play on. So, I mean, I think that's something they should look into, to be and honest. To be fair, we do know this woman will put Phil in the basket. We do know this woman will just posterize all of I don't know if Phil could beat one lady in the in WNBA. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Phil. You, you, can, you can defend yourself, but I don't know. Yeah, hilarious. Of course, they're going to catch me at the tail end at 45, 44, 45 years old. Yeah, of course, <laughs> you want to put that down. But catch young Phil in his 30s. No, now probably because I'm old, you know, my day, heyday. But give me my 30s. It's a wrap. But you know what? A wrap for who, though? What a wrap for any, any 6'11, no, 6'13, 5'0, no, Camry, whoever, 
Andy Diaggi, Tarasi, whoever, I would have destroyed him without pity. Without pity. Huh? Put you in the basket. Oh, please. I put her her on the floor kindly. (laughs) She ain't getting no shot off me. Young Phil, by the time that ball goes up, I'm swatting it back to Africa. Deion, remember, I was a defender player, defensive player back in the days. I could I jump. I do know that. But, I couldn't but score, on, but I could defend. Not, remember you, the glove? Hold on. not holding like Lisa Leslie in them. Yes. Remember, what? only person who would give me problem would be Reggie Miller's sister. But everybody else, I would have gave him the business. Remember that guy, the Harlem Globetrotter, who, who dunked on everybody on our team? Then he tried to dunk on me, and I sent him on the floor. Trust me, that was young, prime Phil. No offense, but all defense. <laughs> oh boy. Liz Cambith, Liz Cambith, mm-hmm. 6'8, 235 pounds. Yeah, for the ASIC. The guy who played for the Harlem Gold Charter was 6'9, 6'10, professional player. He dunked on every single person with ease. And when he came to dunk on me, I swatted his ball, sent him on the floor. And for the rest of the game, he was taking, every time he saw me in the middle, little six foot me, he was taking jumpers. Boop, boop, boop. Well, you don't have nothing for Liz. Did you I have a lot for you, Liz. Did you follow? She is huh? everything. <laughs> no foul was called. He was on the floor. Oh, okay. That's all we did, no there, foul there was, was called. No foul, he no was on foul. the floor. Daryl is my witness. Dion was there, too. They knew Phil. I had no offense. None. But defense, locked down. But that's just me. But you know what I want uh, to say, too? Okay. I think who, and, you know, God rest. So if Kobe Bryant's daughter was able to come to the WNBA, I think that would really boost boost the WNBA. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we're not going to be able to see that. This the the hype behind her, her skill set. I think her gushing Kobe, I think she would have really drove in more people to follow the sport and 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 you know thing. I just thought about that because I was following her and and Kobe, and that, that whole engagement had me more involved in my daughter's sports. And watching, you know, so forth. So I think that's an unfortunate situation that we may never be able to go through and see, just seeing her, you know, progress. Yeah. What I would say to, not to prolong the point, what I would say though is that, I mean, and y'all are gonna like it, but if you if you want to raise the pay for women, you have to let like the top of the top play in the NBA. That's all. I mean, that's all I see a realistic way of pay raising. If they if they could hang with the NBA players, then yeah, but you know. They would get body. Ever. I agree. I, I agree. But I'm just saying that the only way you get a pay, pay, a pay of, 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 of right, like it is to let them go. Because I don't even they, know who, never who the best you. WNBA player is right now. Like I don't know who she is. Does anyone know? Like who's considered like? I think the lady for the A6. There was actually a lady in South in Carolina. The... She played for South Carolina. They, she was the MVP last year, I think, for the WNBA. I'm... Yeah, um, the ASIC, and she played. For, did she play she for the Olympics too? Yeah, she played in the Olympics. She won the yeah, gold medal. Yeah, I forgot her name. Oh, okay, okay. She's like yeah. a power forward, but she's she's pretty good. Yeah, she's good. She's good. But there was a lady in the '60s, late '60s, who got drafted to play in the W in the NBA, and she turned down the opportunity. I forgot her name. I was watching a documentary about it. Her. You know, so, you know, wonder two guys, and this was one thing I really wanted because. Women's sports, especially basketball, is mm-hmm. so it's so much on a higher level overseas, and that's what's really yeah. that's what really kind of mind boggling for me. Like, why do they pay pay the pay the uh, the girls more? 
Why is it more? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wonder why. What's the difference between overseas? Because anywhere, anywhere else in the world, you know, basketball is a U.S. thing. So we, you know, we pay, we pay the most. But as far as the women's concerned, overseas they make uh, more money than they make mm-hmm. in WNBA. So I, I'm just, I really wonder. Maybe we can get somebody in the WNBA on. They can probably talk to that. Yeah, that's interesting. It's definitely a conversation to be had. And I just like the little steps and the little progressions that, you know, major companies and corporations are trying to take in an effort to kind of close that gap. So hopefully this is just a start um, and we'll just see how it progresses until next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Lady and Some Dudes. Please remember to follow us, like, share. We are on Facebook and Instagram. Our Facebook handle is at a lady and that is the and sign, some dudes. Our handle on Instagram is a lady and some dudes. Everything is spelled out. So that's a lady, A and D, some dudes. Until next time.